I feel good. No, 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 no. I knew that I would now because I exercise. Here's a great question. What motivates you to exercise? What demotivates you to exercise? Have you ever used excuses before about not exercising? Or have you used reasons or do you have motivation and inspiration to get off your backside and go exercise? And it's probably one of the biggest questions for exercise professionals or coaches or even parents and teachers because most people will find an excuse pretty quickly not to exercise. It's too hot, it's too cold, it's too windy, it's raining. Uh, it's snowing and I use that as an example because I've just gone outside to go and exercise and I have a, I've put on some seriously warm clothing because it's about zero degrees and it is freezing cold and looks like it's going to snow. Beautiful. I call it a platinum day. You can only just see the mountains because it's misty and, and cold and fresh and crisp and, and amazing. And it's also really windy. Now, what I've done is I've come inside because I wanted to chat to you because I can't wait to go out there. Because the beautiful thing about weather is uh, it's not under my control. The only thing I can control is how I react or respond to it. And I just look out the window every day and get excited about whatever it is. So I would never use the weather as a reason not to exercise. Because, of course, when you exercise and it's freezing cold, you're going to heat up. And I use the example, I, I did a run two days ago and it literally was minus one when I left the house. Uh, there was uh, cold air coming out of my mouth. I had uh, merinos on, I had this big jacket on. By the time I was 20 minutes down the road, the jacket was off, the merinos were off and I was in a singlet with the snow behind me. Because the human body has it's got this amazing system, the hormonal system will, if you are cold, it will heat you up. It's just fantastic. So if you are ever cold, uh, you could put a blanket around you, you could put a jacket on, but ultimately the best thing to do is to exercise. So we probably can't use that as an excuse. I don't want to exercise because it's cold because you, you're going to warm up. Then, of course, six months later, people complain about it's too hot to exercise. Well, most Western world uh, facilities have air conditioning. So whether it's freezing cold outside or, bo or boiling hot outside, is it possible that you could go to an air-conditioned facility and exercise where it's really cool? Or if it's freezing cold outside, you could go to an air-conditioned facility and exercise where it's really warm. Uh, the challenge with that, of course, is that you warm up really quickly. And I remember many times uh, managing health clubs in Europe where you'd come in in the morning and it'd be minus in, inside the health club. And before long, even without heating on, you were really warm because you were exercising. And that's the beautiful thing about the human body. It will do whatever you ask it to do when it comes to exercise. It will heat up if it's cold. And of course, when it's really hot, you sweat. So the only thing there, of course, to be aware of is to make sure you replace your fluids if, you, if it's really hot so that your body can keep functioning at a high level. So then people use hot and cold. Wind's really interesting. I'm not a big fan of the wind. Uh, and if I'm going to go for a run and it's windy, I always like to, of course, run with the wind, not against it. It's, I find that a little, that's out of all the things that, and I never get demotivated to exercise because I exercise every day, but it's one of those things where I think twice, today will I stay inside and exercise on the cross trainer or the treadmill? Will I do some boxing or will I go out and fight the wind? And sometimes I don't go out and fight the wind because that's always just that little bit harder. Other times I go because I want to fight the wind. I want to push myself against something that's pushing back. And that's called mental toughness. And that's one of the beautiful things about exercise. It's not just the physical response. Yes, you'll get fitter. Yes, you'll get stronger. Yes, you'll get leaner, healthier. Endocrine system works better. Central nervous system works better. Immune system gets stronger. 
our digestive system works more effectively. You feel better. You've got great hair, skin, nails, teeth, posture, uh, self-confidence. Everything's better when you exercise. But the really cool thing I love about exercise is what it does for your brain. And if you don't feel like doing something and then you go do it, is it possible that you improve your self-esteem, your self-confidence? I didn't think I could do it and now I've done it. Uh, every time you exercise, you'll always feel better. And that's the thing about the human body. It will do, it will adapt to, it will uh, respond to whatever you give it. The only thing we've got to give it, though, is pressure. If you don't get puffed, you don't get fit. If you don't overload your muscles and bones, if you don't lift heavier than what you are at the moment, you don't get stronger. If you don't push your brain, it won't get smarter or wiser. Neurogenesis and neuroplasticity only happens when we force our brain to change. And that happens when we put it under stress, when we overcome a challenge, when we overcome, I don't think I can do it, it's too hot, too cold, too difficult, and then we go and do it. And that's one of the things I love about, again, hill running and wind running is it's, yes, it's a lot harder, but if you run up a hill and you get to the top, there's an amazing uh, satisfaction feeling. And that's just not some airy-fairy motivational thing I'm talking about. That's called dopamine and serotonin too. Uh, very powerful neurotransmitters that only happen when we've overcome a challenge. So if you've got a challenge, your body produces epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, the catecholamine system in your endocrine system ramps up so that you can go and sprint, so you can go and punch, so you can kick, so you can lift heavy, so you can overcome stress, so you can overcome pressure. That system goes into play. Isn't that amazing? But after you've overcome a challenge, you've got puffed, you've lifted heavy, you've punched hard, you've jumped high, whatever you've done to overload your body, overload your brain. Now your brain says, hey, thanks for that. That was awesome. And your brain fills up with dopamine, a reward drug. Congratulations, Roa. You went out in the wind, you went out in the rain, you went out in the, in the, and ran up a steep hill, you got really puffed. You did it, you legend. Dopamine. So it's not just that you feel motivated, your, your brain chemistry actually changes. Isn't that exciting? Serotonin's even more exciting, I think, because that's a satisfaction drug. So even if your life's crappy, things are going terrible, you've got a stack of challenges or problems in your life, when you go exercise and you overcome the challenge of getting puffed, punching hard, lifting heavy, serotonin says whatever's going on in your life just be satisfied with it just be happy with it your brain produces its own satisfaction drug it's called serotonin yay now the really interesting one that i love of course is um uh, endorphins and you often hear about them in relationship to running but endorphins is the neurochemistry or the the change in your brain the neurotransmitter that produces pain-killing uh neurotransmitters pain-killing drugs so if you've got a really steep hill or you've got a heavy weight or you've got an endurance event, your body will give you the painkillers that you need to get through that event. Now, they're as strong as morphine, so as strong as heroin. Uh, they are as powerful as, or the, the painkilling effect is as powerful as smoking dope. And it's even the name of it, cannabinoid, which is the painkilling effect from an endorphin when you exercise. Uh, sounds pretty, it's pretty similar to something called cannabis, yeah? Your body produces its own pain-killing drugs, but it doesn't do that unless you force it to. So all the excuses that we have about exercise, too hot, too cold, too hard, I can't do it, uh, even too busy, 
you, it only takes 10 seconds. If you push yourself as hard as you possibly can, if you lift as heavy as you can, if you sprint as hard as you can, punch as hard as you can, jump as high as you can, you can only do that for 10 seconds at 100% effort. And I always ask the question, why would you do exercise at 50% effort or 60% effort or 90% effort? Why not do it to 100% effort? So your body produces what you need to do that and then it makes you feel good. So the excuses that we have for exercise, and I'll, I'll list them again because I've heard millions and heard them millions of times from probably millions of people. Too hot, too cold, too busy, too tired, don't feel like it, I can't. Well, your body will produce the chemicals that you need to overcome all of those excuses. Isn't that amazing? So your body gives you the, the epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol so that you can go. Once you've gone, it gives you dopamine, serotonin, endorphins. Or the endorphins happen while you're running to give you the pain-killing or while you're exercising to give you the pain-killing effect. And then the really big one is brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for your brain. But that fertilizer, yes, makes your brain work better. Yes, provides you with neurogenesis, new brain cells. Yes, gives you neuroplasticity, a change in the way you think. But it makes all the other neurotransmitters work better. So the hormonal system and the central nervous system is inspired by, fertilized by, gets better because of brain-derived neurotropic factor. And we pump that stuff the fastest when we sprint and when we lift heavy. So the more you overload your body, the more the chemical response in your body to give you the results that you want. And if the results that you want is to have energy and enthusiasm and excitement for life and overcome the excuses and challenges, because here's what happens. Uh, I, the scientists call these neurotransmitters, they call them uh, brain-changing chemicals. I just call them drugs, they're happy drugs. Your body produces the drugs you need to exercise, your body produces the drugs, the pain-killing drugs you need to do the exercise, and your brain produces the drugs that make you feel fantastic. And those drugs are just as powerful or more than cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, the whole lot without the horrible side effects. So your body will actually addict you to exercise. And of course, I'm a living, breathing example of that. I could never miss a day. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to know what it's like to not exercise, so I don't. And I, I, having chatted to people who have been addicted to drugs, it seems to be the same uh, chemical pathway. I can't live without it. I have to have my drug. Well, that's me with exercise because it makes me feel good. It makes me healthy, fit and strong. It makes me feel confident, make sure that I've got great posture, strong bones, strong muscles, a fast metabolism. Everything I put into my body gets burnt up really fast because I'm fit and strong. And I'm not just talking about me. I don't have some special secret. <laughs> you too can have a fast metabolism. You too can have a positive headspace. You too can produce the chemicals that will make your brain think more clearly, make better decisions, be smarter and wiser. That all comes from high intense activity. So to make excuses for not doing it, that is of course something I can't understand. And if you talk to the people who are addicted to any form of pharmaceutical or recreational drug, they don't make an excuse not to find that drug. They, they're exactly the opposite. They will do everything they possibly can to get that drug. And unfortunately that usually involves something illegal or something that uh, is probably not nice for the human race. But here's the thing. When you get addicted to exercise, you have the same powerful chemical responses without any of the horrible side effects, and it costs nothing. I can go out and sprint outside, run up a hill, uh, jump squat, sprint on the spot, find some soft sand. Exercise at high intensity doesn't have to require equipment. You can just go and do it. 
inside or outside, hot or cold, high heel shoes or expensive running shoes, pajamas or, or athletic clothing. You don't need anything to get fit and strong. Even when people talk to me, oh, well, I've got to go to the gym to get strong. No, your muscles and bones are blind, whether you lift a box of rocks, a wheelbarrow full of sand, whether you pick up your own child, whether you pick up a gym bag full of books, whether you pick up a rubbish bag, a shopping bag, as long as it's overloading your muscles and bones, so it's heavier than what you, you would normally lift, Overload creates strength. Overload creates fitness. Overcoming challenges creates a strong brain. Nothing changes unless everything changes. And the only way to make your body change is to put it under pressure. So be excited about the challenges because it makes your brain stronger. Be excited about the hills because it makes your body fitter. Be excited about a heavy weight because it makes your body stronger. And all of those things put together, together, could that create a much better life? What if you were really fit and strong? Every part of your life, what if you could think more clearly, act more uh, confidently, you had a more creative brain, you had a faster metabolism, you had a body that could fight germs, bugs, viruses and diseases, you had great posture, hair, skin, nails, you could have a body that could eat as much as it wanted to and burnt everything up. They're the things that happen when you're really fit and strong. So rather than making excuses about exercise, why don't we just bloody do it? Wouldn't that be a good idea? Woohoo! I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would now because I'm going to exercise.